Welcome to the Four Initiative Podcast, where we believe that in knowing God through Christ, we find our purpose. In Romans eleven thirty six, it says, For from Him, and through Him, and for Him are all things. When we align our lives to this truth, that we were created by Him, and through Him, and for Him, everything changes. See, your purpose and fulfillment is found in bringing glory to the one you were created for. We are in a series entitled Words to Live By. In this year of 2021, we are using each month to focus on a new word that teaches us the truth of Scripture and engages us in God's purpose for us. So we invite you, listen each week as we go to the Word of God together and allow it to impact our lives. We also encourage you, join with our Facebook group, Words to Live By. And this is a community of women learning and growing in their relationship with God and with each other. And so we're glad you're with us today. Let's jump into our Word of the Month. Welcome back, friends, to the last month of the year as we finish out our Words to Live By. The word for the month of December is the word redeem. The definition is to buy back or repurchase, to free from what distresses or harms, and to release from blame or debt, or to free from the consequences of sin. The end of October, I found myself getting ready to write the last month of devotionals for the year, but the word I had chosen was not sitting right with me. It was a great word to write on that had much depth and meaning to it throughout scripture. Yet as I thought about it for weeks and talked it over with Jonathan, it still seemed it was not supposed to be the final word. In my preparation for a totally different message I was writing, I suddenly had a new word jump off the pages of scripture. It quickly became clear that the word redeem was the word I was to use to close out the year. The word redeem is packed with powerful truth and encompasses the storyline of the entire Bible from beginning to end. The story of the Bible is the story of your redemption. Understanding the gift of your redemption through Jesus helps you see how undeserving you are of God's love, kindness, and forgiveness. The great evangelist Billy Graham said these words, God's holiness demands that sin be punished, but God's love has provided the way of redemption through Christ. Not only did Jesus redeem you and buy you back from sin with his death and resurrection, he also wants to take you and all your brokenness to reuse it to build his church and bring glory to himself. This month, you're going to read and study three redemption stories in the Old Testament that will lead you to the ultimate redemption story found in the New Testament. You will see how those three redemption stories are tied to the redemption story in the New Testament. Maybe you're like me and have thought that being redeemed is a one-time deal. The more I studied this word, I realized that Jesus is redeeming different areas of my life every day. I need to choose to live in the freedom of my redemption that was bought for me through Jesus. The redemption of Christ is the promise of God to free you from the power and presence of sin in your life. Charles Spurgeon said, The heart of the gospel is redemption, 
and the essence of redemption is the substitutionary sacrifice of Christ. Week 1, Rahab's Redemption Story Hearing redemption stories of God rescuing and freeing people from their sinful lifestyles are powerful. I love that I have not only gotten to hear stories, but also witness firsthand how God redeems people for His glory. Have you ever felt like you are too far gone to be redeemed or rescued from your sin? What about someone in your life that you think is too deep in sin to be redeemed or rescued? Today you will read the redemption story of a prostitute named Rahab. She was not too far gone for God to redeem and rescue her from her life of sin. You find her story in Joshua 2. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her, if you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, Go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, this oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down, and unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house. If any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. 
But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. Joshua 2, 1-21 It is just about time for God's chosen people Israel to enter the promised land, but one thing needed to happen first, the destruction of the city of Jericho. Israel's current leader Joshua sends two spies into the land to check it out and report back. Why these spies entered the house of a prostitute, we don't know. It could be that it was a great place to hide from the king of Jericho. But obviously some people saw the men enter Rahab's home, and they sent a message to the king. The king asked Rahab to hand over the men because he knew they were spying out the land. Rahab's response to the king is one of boldness and courage. She admits the men came to her at one point, but then lies to the king's messengers, telling them she doesn't know where they went. Rahab encourages the men of Jericho to chase after the two spies, for they are sure to catch them on the main road. Rahab is so convincing that the men set off in pursuit of the spies, and the city gate is shut behind them. Meanwhile, she had hidden the two spies on her roof under some stalks of flax. When she comes to the spies, she reveals the reason for hiding them and keeping them safe. Rahab knew that God was giving the city of Jericho to the people of Israel. She had heard how God went before them, always clearing the way for Israel to be victorious over their enemies. Rahab and the people of Jericho lived in constant fear because they saw how powerful the God of Israel was. The following words of Rahab show that she believed God was not only God in heaven, but also God over the whole earth when she said in Joshua 2.11, For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Friend, don't ever think that you are too far gone in your sin to be rescued and redeemed by Jesus. If he can redeem Rahab, a prostitute, he can redeem you. Recognize like Rahab did who God is. Then come to a place of confession and repentance before him. Turn from your sinful lifestyle and let Jesus redeem you. Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Rahab made bold requests of the spies. Because she dealt kindly with them and hid them, she asked them to spare and save her life along with the life of her family when they came to destroy Jericho. The men agreed to make an oath with Rahab and save her and her family if she promised to not speak of what they are doing to anyone. They tell, told Rahab to leave the scarlet cord in her window that she used to help them escape, and that will show the Israelites they are not to destroy her home. This is a beautiful picture of what happened right before the Israelites left their slavery in Egypt. The last plague God sent was the death of the firstborn. Remember, everyone who painted the blood of a lamb over their doorposts would be saved. Here you see a similar picture. Rahab and her family were able to escape death and the destruction of Jericho if they marked her home with a scarlet cord. 
Skip ahead a few chapters to Joshua 6, and we will read the outcome of this oath between Rahab and the two spies. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. On the seventh day they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on that day they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared, because she hid the spies we sent. When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted, and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in, and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword every living thing in it, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring her out and all who belong to her, in accordance with your oath to her. So the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brothers and sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned the whole city and everything in it, but they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her, because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho, and she lives among the Israelites to this day. Joshua 6, 2, 15 through 17, and 20 through 25. Rahab the prostitute was rescued and redeemed because of her bold, courageous faith. As we wrap up Rahab's redemption story, here are a few things for you to think about. 1. Rahab lived a sinful lifestyle in an immoral city that worshipped many false gods. 2. You may wonder why the two spies stayed with the prostitute. We won't ever know the answer to that question, but it could be that God wanted to show he can rescue and redeem all kinds of sinners. 3. Rahab's lie was never affirmed or justified. It was simply recorded in scripture. Remember, she did not yet have a relationship with God. She had only heard of him. And 4. Because of Rahab's bold faith, she and her family became part of a new Israel. Rahab went from being a Canaanite prostitute to converting to Judaism and then marrying into the royal family of Judah. Did you know that Rahab is one of five women who are named among the genealogy of Jesus Christ in Matthew 1? Matthew 1, 5-6 records, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David, and so on. James 2, 25 reads of how Rahab put her faith into action. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? 
Rahab is also named among the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11.31, which reads, By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. Meditate this week on the fact that Rahab, a former prostitute, was redeemed from her sinful lifestyle and put into the genealogy of Jesus Christ, who brought about her ultimate redemption from his death on the cross and resurrection from the dead. That is a powerful fact. Not one person on this earth deserves to be redeemed from their sin. Yet God in his grace, love, and kindness provided a way through Jesus Christ. Don't ever doubt the power of God to rescue and redeem even the worst of sinners. Jesus said in Mark 9.23, All things are possible for one who believes. Do you believe God can redeem your life? Do you believe God can redeem that person in your life that seems impossible? Jesus said, you must believe. How great is your faith? If you have already been redeemed by Jesus, take some time this week to write out your redemption story and share it with a friend. Father God, thank you that none of us are too far gone to be redeemed and rescued from our slavery to our sin. God, thank you for sending Jesus down here to this earth to take our punishment on the cross, to die the death we should have died, and then to raise again victorious over sin and death. God, I pray for anyone listening today, if they don't have a relationship with you, if they've never experienced redemption, that today would be the day that they call to you and ask you to redeem to rescue them, to save them from sin. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to the Four Initiative Podcast. We hope that you have been encouraged today to know Jesus and find your purpose in living for Him. If you'd like to go deeper with our study, you can connect with us at our Facebook group, Words to Live By. We encourage you even to send us a message and check out some more resources at www.4initiative.com.